Welcome to an all-new episode of Fast Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cummins, at Logan Cummins on Twitter. On today's episode, I'll try to make friends with comedian Megan Gailey faster than she'll ask to speak to the manager of a Panera. Hi, I'm Logan Cummins. I'm a former pro wrestling creative, a mediocre stand-up comedian, and a ranch-dressing aficionado who lives beyond my means. This is my weekly podcast where I set out to make friends with each and every one of my guests. Sometimes it works. Other times, not so much. Megan, welcome to the Fast Friends Podcast. Hi, 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 hi. Are you a Panera lover? Uh, I'm not really. Ah! It's you know. Here's the thing. No, tell me, tell me. <laughs> I think it's I think it's very overpriced. Okay. Uh, for what you get, the quality isn't that great. I do like their bagels. Does mm-hmm. that count? I think so. I'm I am a Panera lover. Yeah, that like checks you, out. Uh, you pick two. Oh my gosh, I go nuts. My mom and I, they opened one by my high school when I was in high school. And my mom and I like n- ha- got it so much that we memorized the soup calendar. Because they used to <laughs> rotate the days. And we'd be like, yes. Tuesday, chicken and wild rice, you know. <laughs> chicken and wild rice is my one of my oh. wife's favorites. Don't they have like a broccoli so cheddar too? I think she likes that broccoli one. Broccoli cheddar is really good. I love, uh, they have like a corn chowder that is good. They kill it. They kill it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't I had the pizza yet, but no, me either. But somebody actually, I'm trying to think who it was. Somebody that I follow on Instagram just had it the other day and said it was like really good. Which I responded to the story and was like, really? And then they never replied. So I don't oh. know. All I right. know. Maybe they were paid for just one post, and then they were yeah. like, "I'm not paid to fo- do follow up questions with people." <laughs> yeah, I'm an influencer, but I don't want engagement. The, um, I listen. I've been there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think with Panera too, I do like I like their baguettes. I think it's weird that mm-hmm. people would get any other side besides a baguette if you get to pick from like baguette or apple. It's baguette, or chips. chips, apple. But if you get a you pick two and you have a sandwich and the soup, do you really? Really need the baguette. I think so. I think yes, because okay. right. I would put the baguette in the soup probably. Like I okay. would use it almost like crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I get that. I feel like yeah. I always went chip. Okay. Um, and then I would sometimes dip the chips in the soup. I feel like their chips are subpar. No, they're the kettle <laughs> chips. They're so good, Logan. <laughs> I think you've been going to bad Paneras. I might. I might. So I actually, um, yeah, we used to go to the one in the South Loop a lot in the city. Mm -hmm. Liz will get on these uh, kicks where she likes, like in the winter especially, Mm -hmm. it's like soul warming or whatever. It is. You know, so she'll like, she'll be like, do you want to get Panera? And I'm (sighs) usually I'm like, no, but you know, I always ask her to just make a decision on restaurants. So if she picks, I'm going to go. go Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Ooh, a French onion now I'm thinking about. Wow. Wow, the options are just unlimited. Yeah. Seemingly. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's nice um, to see you. It's, yeah, it's, it's always a blast to catch up with you. With with this podcast, the premise is essentially, it, there'll be three rounds. In the okay. first round, I'll just like talk through things that I have found about you on the internet. Beautiful. Uh, like we'll go through your life a little bit. Um, the second round will be called five for five and I'll ask five questions. You ask five questions. Well, like back and forth. And then for round three, we'll use a paper fortune teller. <gasps> Fun. Um, 
which will dictate an activity. And then at the end, I'll send you a friend request and basically ask if we have chemistry and if you feel like, yes, we could be friends or no. So I think we already are friends. Is that okay? Okay. Well, yeah, but can we just do? We can do the episode still, right? Yeah, of course. Does Conan O'Brien know about this podcast? Uh, I'm it, really glad. That, yeah, you know, I'm really you know glad you I brought mean. this up. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, he probably doesn't. Okay. So right. when when I I actually had never heard of his podcast. Yeah. Until a couple weeks ago, and then I was like, "This sounds like kind of similar." Although, it's I don't Yours know. Yours is more structured. His okay. is just, it, uh, his is less, um, there's no premise. It's really just like he's interviewing people and then right, right. is like, will you be my friend? Um, right, right. So yours has more structure to it. But yeah. I guess they're both just men searching for friendship. And I think that's nice, though. So well, I, 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 would, I think if Conan knew about this, he'd go, the more the merrier. Okay. Well, I hope so instead of cease and desist. Nah. Because uh, he would probably win. I don't even have an attorney. I don't even uh, we know do if he's still doing it anymore. Maybe I think he is. He is. Oh, okay. I believe that he is. I feel like I just saw it in the iTunes or the Apple podcast thing the other day. Ooh. Yeah, that could be bad. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, the podcast is canceled. So you are, um, I, I like to, I think I've referred to you as this on Twitter, like Indiana's sweetheart, I would say. Thank you. Um, originally from, so Indianapolis, I have to ask, are you yeah. like... Is this actual Indianapolis, or are we talking, like, Carmel Fishers? No, this is actual Indianapolis. My mailing address growing up was always Indianapolis, Indiana. Now, no one really, like, lived in the, like, downtown. Then, you know, maybe single people, but I don't really, I didn't know any children that grew up in the city center. So we grew up in the suburbs of Indianapolis, very close to Fishers, but still in Marion County. Okay, okay. I, I just wondered that. I wanted to make sure. Because, you know, like, I say that I'm from, well, it depends on who's asking. Like, I'm actually from southeastern Indiana, but if somebody, uh-huh. like, who has never been there, I would say that I'm from Cincinnati, Cincinnati. because it's just easier, right? No, I'm from uh, from Indianapolis. Awesome. And what was your what was your childhood like there in Indianapolis? Oh, wow. This is very therapeutic. Yeah. Um, I would say, you, you know, I had two older brothers. My parents are still married. Sort of classic white people shit. Um, <laughs> we had a white picket fence. Uh, shut up. Yeah, we had a white picket fence um, at at one of my ho- at one of the houses that I lived in, and then. Did you have multiple houses? No, no, no. I'm saying like the house I lived in until third grade. And then we moved to a different house. We did not have a white picket fence there, but we did have a boat. And so that was very nice and a hammock. And so all of that. Um, So I grew up on Geist Reservoir, if you're familiar with that at all. I am not. I'm not. Uh, So that's like that. It kind of straddles the Marion County, Hamilton County. Where did I say Marion County, Hamilton County? So Indianapolis and into Fishers. And so, yeah, I grew up playing tennis and golf, went to public school, K through college, even Indiana public education every step of the way and did theater and had like a pretty, I always got picked to be the student that was on the boards with the adults. I was very like old seeming and loved talking to adults, loved being around adults and so a little bit of a Patty Simcox vibe, for sure. <laughs> were, um, public, you said you were public school. Were you a good yeah. student? Very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not course. like straight A's, but I was in National Honor Society and, oh. um, yeah, you know, graduated. Yeah. 
I, I was above a 3.0. Okay. okay. But I did right not on. get AP credit in any of the AP tests I took. Like, okay. I was in AP classes, but I was not going to get a 4 or 5 on <laughs> any of the tests. <laughs> um, did you, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a child? Like, were you going to be a pro te- tennis player? Oh, I definitely, like, had to write a, write a book in third grade. And it was like, I'm going to win Wimbledon. And it's like, you're not, yeah. honey. Um, <laughs> so I did want to be a tennis player. I really wanted to be an Indiana Pacers pacemate. Which is like a okay. dancer. I remember, like when I was really little, I was like, I want to be a pacemate, I want to be a Colts cheerleader, and I want to be an actress, and I want to be a mom. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah. You're, I. Yeah. I was dreaming big and dreaming small. Right. Right. And I am some of those things. Like, well, no, I'm like half of one of those things now. A mo- no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, do do the pacemates still exist? Oh is yeah. That a thing still? Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're kicking. Okay. And okay. the Colts and cheerleaders still exist. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to a Pacers game since I was probably like seven. So <gasps> Wow. Well today is I don't know when this episode is coming out, but today is the release date of the Netflix documentary about the malice at the palace. Oh, so I should go watch that is what you're I telling me? I think so, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll t- maybe I'll do that tonight. Absolutely. It's gonna um, be good. That's another. So my wife Liz, um, she one of the things that that we differ on is that she requires watching TV when falling asleep. Yeah, like in the bedroom. I was mm. never. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were we didn't really have a lot of money growing up. Um, I don't think I even had a TV in my room. Oh, I wasn't honest. allowed to have a TV yeah. in my room. I did not have a TV in my room. At, I even in college, I don't remember having a TV in my room. I guess in yeah. my freshman year of college, I did. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't have my own phone line, my own TV, none of that. I and now I'm I like read before bed. Okay. Like I a love real, that. Yeah, I read my Kindle. Sorry, sorry everybody. <laughs> I do support Jeff Bezos financially in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, Amazon is a necessary evil of life. So in fucked up. Yeah, it's terrible. But I, it's so to go back to like small town Indiana. I used to equate it to like Walmart. I mean, like, if I stopped shopping there, first of all, there was nowhere else to shop where I grew up. Mm-hmm. But if I had stopped shopping there and gone somewhere else, it wasn't really going to change it. It would take so many me's. And I know that's a terrible way to look at it, but that's how I justified shopping there. Yeah. I um, I was thinking about that with straws the other day. You know, it's like, listen, yeah, if, if, we're, if, if they're doing, if the billionaires are doing everything they can do, then, then we'll get to the straws. But, like, the straws are so far down. Yeah. So far down. Think about all the masks in the ocean right now. Oh, my now. God. Yeah. Ton. They said like 700 billion tons. I don't know. That's fully I made that up. <laughs> um, but we're we're dumping. I, I just we'll do the straw. I'm happy to do the straws, but we've got to do fossil fuel first. You know, yeah. like there's got to yeah. be a level here. And, and right. us having straws is not as much as the billionaires just dumping whatever dirty shit into the oceans that they're doing. I, I'm with you. I'm with you almost 100%. I'll say like 98%. Yeah. I will not. I'll stop doing straws. No, I love the straws, obviously. I'm not going to do, but I'm, <laughs> don't give me paper straws. I just have to go hardcore and go straight to glass. Wow. Wow. Okay, I'll do a paper straw. but no, fu- I don't fuck with paper straws. I'll do no whatever way. you want me to do, but... Again, you know. Yeah, it's everyone okay, doing sorry. their part. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, I want to go back to theater. You said that mm-hmm. you wanted to, or you you did theater and that you wanted to be an actress. When did you start uh, in theater? I think I took 
um, my mom was really into having us be in like summer education. So even if we weren't in summer school, we were like doing classes and having to go to sports and like this bitch kept us, you know, <laughs> booked and busy. Yeah. So I did probably my first like being in a play while well, in uh, elementary school, I was the farmer's daughter in first grade. I was a radish and then I got upgraded to farmer's daughter because someone got sick and then I really loved it so yeah I started doing plays probably six or seven okay so really young but then not community theater and I wish I had now but I was very very afraid yeah what was it like did so you did school like school theater I just did school theater was it like a safety net because you like knew the people that were watching versus community or do you even know why you would have been scared I don't community theater just felt a step above and it felt like oh my god I'm gonna be auditioning for people that don't know me and Mm -hmm. at least at school even if I do a bad audition they'll know I like bring it day of you know like I'll figure it out (laughs) and so yeah to just go and audition for a stranger adult that was like too much for me okay okay um plagues me to this day to be honest (laughs) yeah Um, I'm going to fast forward a a few years to college because I think I read in an interview once that you said that when you were in college and in your sorority and hosting Parents Weekend was the first time you remembered, uh, maybe I hope I get this right, like feeling like you were doing comedy because you were sort of like hosting things and like telling jokes and getting reactions. What like what made you. I don't know, like what what made you take a comedic approach to that and like how was it received amongst your sorority sisters and the parents? And I'm sure the parents loved it. I don't even know what made me do, because at that point I had not done anything close to stand up. I, I had like, you know, acted in high school and then my freshman year I didn't even act. I was like too too distraught from high school theater um mm-hmm. but i did know i was funny in some ways and i and i had seen other girls do it but it yeah. was but it's like oh i don't know if i thought it was like a missed opportunity to be funny but i had to auction off all of these items that like you know funny rich ladies in indiana had brought to be auctioned off and some of this i mean like a woman brought a glass dolphin and like a lot of like coach (laughs) outlet bags so it's inherently funny shit and i think that's just where my brain went and then yeah i remember one mom not liking it and then every like for the most part, every other mom was like, you are a star, honey. You have got to do this. And and people, like, loving it. But yeah. my sophomore year, I did the skit. Skits is, like, a part of sorority rush. And um, the house that I ended up being in when I was a freshman, when I saw their skit, I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it's a shock that I even joined that sorority because I was like, these bitches have lost their mind. And so then my sophomore year, I was like, I want to be in it and I want to make it, like, actually funny and, like, cool. And um, older girls were so mean to myself and then, like, two other girls that we cried. We tried to drop out of the skit. They were like, you're weird. You're not funny. You make us uncomfortable. Like, all of this shit. And now, wow. you know. And they still use, and so then my junior year, they were gone, so I, like, wrote the skit, and I, as far as I know, they still use the one that I, that I wrote, um, until, like, a few years ago. Wow. Okay, so it has, yeah, it's longstanding. I'd like to think that, but. 
<laughs> Who knows? I DM'd my sorority the other day to be like, I'm more than happy to answer questions if any of the girls are thinking of following like a creative path. I remember when I was in college, it was very confusing for me. This like heartfelt method- message. No response. <laughs> Nothing. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love it. They're like, wow. who are you? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Um, okay, so, but your first actual performance was in Indianapolis, right? Mm-hmm. Once you had moved home from college, I think, right? Yeah. If I'm lining the time up at Crackers. What, so what made you sign up for that? Like what, your first time, it was an open mic, I'm assuming. Yeah, but these were open mics where you had to sign up like weeks in advance. It was very okay. crazy. Um, and so I went one day thinking I was going to get to go up and then it was like, oh no, you're signing up for like two weeks in advance okay. or whatever. Um, but I had told my parents probably... Six months before, I think I want to be a comedian. I think I want to try it. And then I was living at home um, in my parents' basement. And it's like, well, if I don't do it now, Mm -hmm. when when will I do it? And so, yeah, it just felt kind of like a bucket list thing that I wanted to try. Okay. How how was it? How was your performance? Oh, it went well. I went. It went. Um well to like a detriment for me you know because it's like oh I got it you know I figured this out and then after (laughs) that very bad but I had friends there like I really it it was I had a home court if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but I remember and I was one of very I may have been the only woman maybe there was one other gal on the show out of like 15 and I had done theater so it's like I could stand and talk in front of people which is the biggest hurdle to overcome when you're first starting yeah yeah no, I, so I know all about home court advantage. You've you've done my show. That's that's why I do it. Um, like my, I always tell my mom, I'm like I can literally go up there and say anything, and people are like, "This is great." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's nice and reassuring. But yeah, it's um, the the being on stage is the part I actually hate. That part, like I like doing the writing. I like um, the reactions. You know. Mm-hmm positive or negative uh but but i don't like being on stage like i hate being in front of people and talking so it's so um but it's part of the thing right it's that's what you have to do um okay so back in indianapolis try stand up how long was it before you said i'm gonna like head to another city and and give this a try it was really it was like four months it was a really short amount of time at that point my grandmother i believe had moved out of my parents house there wasn't really like a reason for me to be back there someone i knew from the indie scene had moved to chicago um i was thinking about moving to new york and i just was like i gotta i want to go i gotta go okay so you ended up in chicago here Mm -hmm. yeah here in chicago how um how was Chicago compared to Indy? Like as far as a scene, I, you've met like a lot of people, I think that you still stay in touch with, but like how, how was Chicago for you? It was at first, it was so overwhelming. Um, I didn't do, I don't think I did any stand up for the first like month that I was in Chicago, just cause I didn't know where to go. You don't know what to do. It was winter. Um, and then I had over the first like two years that I was in Chicago, I had periods of feeling really, really supported and like, oh my God, I found my circle. And then also periods of, I don't, I don't like this and I actually don't want to be around these people. And then it's sort of like that went away because then confidence came with it. But it was, it was hard. I mean, it's hard to move to any city, I think. And especially when you're quote unquote trying to like pursue a dream 
that adds pressure to it. But I was waitressing and, and bartending at the same time. Yeah. It is overwhelming, I feel like, to go for people that haven't done it, like it, to go and like try to get, like you said, you get on the list, you think, you know, like you don't learn, know how lists work necessarily, because just because you're 17th on the list doesn't mean you're going to go 17th. Right. Um, yeah, it's a it's a lot. Um, OK, so how long remind me, how long were you in Chicago before you moved to New York? Um, like five and a half years. You know, I went and then I was a nanny for two different families for a year and a half before I got, um, I got new faces. And yep. then from that, I got Conan and Ladylike. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. So I, I was, and even when I did Conan, I was still working as a nanny in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Conan set. Actually, Thank we'll you. get to that in just a second. Um, what was it like working with Nicole Byer? Oh, I love Nicole. Is, yeah. She's yeah. the best. I mean, this Ladylike that we shot, it was it like, you're pranking people in New York City. It's not easy, and it's not fun all the time. Um, but we ended they would we ended up having a lot of fun and trying to sort of like make the most of what could be a difficult situation at a lot of different turns. People tried to fight me a lot, um, but yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, she's very funny. I one of my favorite roles of hers is probably um, Trudy Judy on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh huh. She's amazing in that role. I don't even. Oh. I don't. I think I've seen maybe one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I didn't even know Nicole was on it. But um, she's definitely someone that my nieces are like, you know her? And I'm like, (laughs) we were on a one-season television show together. (laughs) Um, It still counts, though, right? It's not on on Paramount Plus, and everything from MTV is. So that was tough. That was tough to realize. What are you going to do? Yeah. Have you written a letter about it? (laughs) No, I haven't. I haven't. I mean, there's a lot going on. You yeah, know, it's probably right. low on the list. You're right. Maybe they're um, maybe they're waiting for it to have its uh, like a magical unveiling, <laughs> sort of in the way of like The Office going on oh, Netflix. They want to do yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, that sounds. Yep, yeah. that's probably what's happening. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, so you mentioned earlier the Just for Laughs. We actually had Rob Hayes on. Oh uh, wow! Two, like two episodes ago, yeah, which was part of your new your new um, faces class. Uh, so if you haven't heard that yet, you can go out check out episode 10 with Rob Hayes. Um, and then, like you mentioned, led to the Conan booking. How important were those to you, not only like from a career standpoint, but like from a keeping yourself going standpoint? Yeah. Um, New Faces was the first anything I'd ever had. I had in, in Chicago, I'd done industry showcases. I had auditioned for um, Just for Laughs before, but had not. Um, gotten it and it was major for me I had no representation no one knew who I was just there was nothing there was nothing going on for me and so just from one set I was able to get managers get agents get Conan you know a lot of people saw that show and it ended up changing the trajectory of my career in a lot of ways but the second part of your question it very much was like Okay, I guess I'm right, you know, because seven years is, it's a normal amount of time to mm-hmm. be doing stand-up with no recognition, um, but it is, a, it is a long time, you know, it's a, um, it's medical school plus, uh, like, a residency, so you're, it's a long time to be like, well, is this pointless? And so it right. did sort of be like, okay, maybe it's not pointless, but I think if I had gotten nothing out of it, 
mm, I don't know. I guess I still would have felt accomplished, but it, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um it's interesting to think about that, right? Like when you put it in the medical school terms, I never like tied that together, but you're right. That's a it it can seem that's a long time. Yeah. Um and I think the <laughs> the difference maybe is like if you're in medical school, you kind of know Okay, oh, I'm after, about to make money. Yeah, Some, like I'm a resident. At the end of this. <laughs> yes, yeah. But with comedy, it's like, okay, you could be seven years in, and you're like, uh, this is it. I'm still doing a show for a hundred dollars in South Bend. I may continue to lose money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Um, so then you moved to LA after New York, mm-hmm. I believe, and you're you've been there since, correct? Yeah. Um, loving it still. I do. I mean, obviously, the last year and a half has been trying but it's I'm it's been nice being here LA's obviously had its issues too but I still do uh love it here happy to live here yeah yeah it's great I love visiting I don't know that I would would be a liver there um and then uh one of the other things that I I know that you did was release a comedy central stand-up presents so your half hour um there's a bit in there about <laughs> women always being hotter than their boyfriends or it being like a giant red flag. Is that also true in L.A.? Oh, oh, yeah. I, okay. I, I would say here, I, yes, equal or more so than the rest of the country because there's powerful <laughs> rich men here and there's not powerful rich men in everywhere in the country, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. the uggos, if you're powerful and rich, you can be way uglier than you yeah. can be if you're just like a guy from high school that this woman got trapped with. Yeah. <laughs> it is such a universal truth. Like I always say that I'm like a master of marrying up because, you know, my wife is um, too hot for me. But every and so man it's married fun. up. Yeah. Every it's man gr- married like up. I noticed that. Yeah. Like I look around and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Or like so- there was somebody that just got into a relationship this week or actually got engaged this week that I knew. And it was like somebody I used to work with. And I was like, oh, yeah, good for you. Good for you. You <laughs> locked her down. You know, she's she, same. She's like a, she's a medical student, I think. Um, so, you know. Yeah, it's it's just interesting to look around and think. It's like, how do we do this? And I do know some women that are hotter than their male counterpart, and I would say almost all of it, it they, like, something's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something's mm-hmm. going on. <laughs> um, so you, that, <laughs> I don't mean to use this as a segue, but you obviously um, recently, <laughs> I guess it's like almost two years now probably, right, got married to CJ, Um you guys are like one of my favorite couples. I would Thank say you. you're a power couple. That's very kind. <laughs> um, the only thing holding you back is I think you really need like one of those like like a benefer, like a name. Mm, it's really mm-hmm. hard, but it's really hard to like combine your names. Yeah, sometimes like. we say um, Galadano as our last okay. name. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, he goes by Squeegee, and I go by Meg. You know, there's something in there. It would have to be nickname based because his yeah. name's Clyde, Clyde and Megan. Hmm. Yeah. It's tricky. It's we'll tricky. Have to work one. on that. Um, do you go, do you want to share like your story of how you two? Because I think it's an adorable story. Thank you. Um, and um, I yeah, mean, I we, just we met in Chicago at open mics and and then we're friends for eight years and then started dating post very recent very quickly post the 2016 election Mm -hmm. um and i i well we weren't even dating necessarily i went to new york to shoot something and then got blackout drunk and we hooked up and Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've been together ever since 
Wow. Yeah. And he was living in New York at the time and, and moved out here uh, when we started to get serious. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think there, so Liz and I also were good friends before we were married. How and long I think were there's you guys friends? Oh, forever. Um, six years. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I think there's just something about that, you know, because like especially in the last year, I've told I've said this to so many people, but like with all the crap that went on with COVID, like I'm so glad that I not only love her, but I also like her. Yeah. Like I enjoy hanging out with her. I enjoy mm-hmm. seeing like doing things with her because, you know, for over a year, it was literally just the two of us. So. Yeah. Wow. I ask CJ a lot if he likes me and he's like, no, I love you. And I'm like, no, I know. But mm-hmm. in addition, do you also <laughs> like me? And he is very resistant to answer that question. And I'm going to maybe cut this for him to hear to be like no see it's important to us yeah to hear like and love uh i will say that so, some days my answers my answer back if liz were to ask me that uh because she does is that um <laughs> it, it's probably not a good day to ask like i'll say that <sighs> you know um it just depends on the day i mean All i right. like her always but like it varies on a scale. Mm-hmm. It's a sliding mm-hmm. scale. I made dinner today, so maybe I'll ask today. Oh in, yeah, in the midst of him eating. Yeah, I Do made you um, like me? this. <laughs> I made dinner today. I made uh, a slow cooker Olive Garden pasta. Oh my chicken. god! I made slow cooker um, ch- like chicken salsa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I got the slow cooker out in the middle of July when it's like 107 today. It's not in Chicago. even July. It's August. Or August shit. It's even yeah. hotter. Yeah. I know, but I got it out too. I got, we're, yeah. about to, we're about to be in fire season. I said, oh, it's crock pot time. Yeah. For me, um, I have, <laughs> we've been like trying to inventory the freezer and get rid of stuff. And so we had all the uh, ingredients minus the Olive Garden dressing. So we <gasps> just picked that up. House. Well, I mean, yeah, we just didn't have it. You were out of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have it. it, You know, we didn't stockpile it. Okay. Yeah. It's so good, honestly. Well, I'm saving. I had to sub out one of my uh, questions for round two. So I'm subbing in how you make it for that one. Okay. Okay. Um, One of the things, so I I read about your wedding, which sounds like it was a blast and had great pictures. Yeah. and is it true that you had Del Taco as your late night food? Yeah, but I didn't have any of it. I did not see it. I Because the venue was very against us doing it because they want you to buy their shit, you know? Sure. Um, but it's like, I don't want tacos from you. I want Del right. Taco. And then I, CJ loves these. They're called cream. What are they? Um, they're like cream cheese bites. Cheesecake bites? Yes, cream cheese cheesecake bites that are in sort of like an egg roll, like a sweet egg roll type thing. And so it's like, you can't make that hotel. Right. So our um, wedding planner and her assistant like went to Del Taco at probably 11 o'clock at night and just got like bags of it. And people told me they had it, but I did not. Yeah. And it was on platters. Like they, you know, presented it beautifully, but I didn't get to eat any of it. And I was really, really, really fucking sad. Yeah, I need um, for any of my friends that are listening to this. If you're having a wedding soon, I need you to step it up because I've never been to a wedding where they have Del Taco at the reception. And I realize there are geographic constraints for exactly. a lot of people. But have a destination wedding. I'll go. Yeah, fly uh, it in. Or I mean, yeah. if we had been not in a place that had Del Taco, we would have had Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair too. I would take Taco Bell also. Yeah. I guess most of my friends are cheap. They have like the dinner part, and then there's nothing else after. No dancing. 
No, I mean, there's dancing, but they don't, like, bring out late-night food. Oh, right. So no. they need to, like, step it up. It's definitely... That's just something that, like, every wedding I went to started having. Um, gosh, I went to one that had a tater top bar, nachos bar, fro-yo, lots of... I mean, these bitches in the Midwest, they say, we need, we need our fourth meal. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're not going to miss out. I always... Um, that's one of the other things that Liz will sometimes get mad at me, like, if we eat breakfast late or like lunch later than usual and she'll be she'll say like i'm not hungry like, for dinner yeah and i'm like no we don't skip meals in this house see and i want to skip meals but cj will not no i'm with i'm team cj on yeah. this maybe it's a masculine um, thing <laughs> maybe i just always feel like what if that's the last meal i ever get to eat i don't want to skip it okay okay you know i love food i do too um, <laughs> So I do want to talk on your uh, t- touch on your album briefly. You have a very funny album also called "My Dad Paid for This." Thanks. What's when you're like doing an album, especially after you've done like other things that people have seen or consumed? What like what was your strategy for making sure that you were curating the right mix of content for the album? Oh, or did I you have one? I didn't have a strategy. It was just sort <laughs> of like, well, this is the material I have because I had, I think there is stuff from my half hour. I don't know, actually. Maybe there isn't stuff from... There's not much from my half hour that's on the album because I think that wasn't, like, legally allowed in some way. But Mm -hmm. I just... I remember my manager being like, you should probably do an album. It seems like a good amount of time. And it was... I was... It was more so I was, like, exiting a a life stage. Mm -hmm. Most of my album I had done as, like, a young moving around the country mostly single gal and then i recorded the album a week before i got engaged so mm-hmm. it really it, you know that it was sort of like a closing of my slutty single chapter <laughs> <laughs> love it love it um and you also have a podcast now do you want to I, I it's called i love a lifetime movie what yeah. do you want to tell people about your podcast yeah so i host it with this amazingly funny and awesome comedian name naomi ekperrigan um and we watch a different lifetime movie every week and then review it for the lifetime network so we get to use all the clips and then we get to interview um, people that have been in it. We got to interview Fran Drescher, Candy Burris, Carrie Hilson. Um, there's a third, Harry and Meghan, coming out. And so we're interviewing them actually tomorrow. So we get like amazing access to the Lifetime universe. And it's just really fun. I mean, there, we never watch a movie that we're like, what are we going to talk about? I mean, these movies are bonkers. Yeah. And so there's always like wild things to address. <laughs> did you guys, did you approach Lifetime? Like with the idea? I or actually how did... do not know. I Naomi came to me. And okay. at that point, Lifetime was on board. They were on board. So I don't know okay. who went to, I asked very few questions. I'm like, <laughs> there's a paycheck? Okay, I'll do it. Um, so, and, and Naomi is a massive Lifetime fan. Okay. Okay, um, yeah, Lifetime movies are—they—they <laughs> they definitely have uh, a lot—a lot to offer. Um, cool. The last thing that I wanted to bring up in this first round was um, I recently saw that July seventh is officially Megan Gailey Day in Indianapolis. Yes. For people that are looking ahead to next year and celebrating, mm-hmm. what's the best way to celebrate and like pay the right honor to Megan Gailey Day in Indianapolis? You know, I a friend asked me this on that day. I think call in to work. Uh, go out to eat, have 
maybe mimosas, a little bit of champagne. That's, I mean, a little bit of orange juice. I like heavy mm-hmm. champagne, tiny orange juice. Take a nap. Go for a walk. Do something. Smoke a joint, maybe. Just have fun. Be kind to the right people. You can be mean to shitty mm-hmm. people if they deserve it on that day. Call your grandma if you got one, because I don't have any more and I miss them. Call your mom if you got one, because I got two now. And I love them and I miss them. And, you know, FaceTime any nieces and nephews. And then at night, ooh, I feel like you should definitely have lobster. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this is a pretty grandiose holiday. Yeah. I'm hoping, I got to figure out something to do in Indianapolis in perpetuity on July 7th going forward. And I, it's not a softball tournament, but it's somewhere in there. Okay. Okay. I like that. I uh, if so, assuming that the world is back, I, if back we're to not nor- back I by 2022 of July, I I, I gotta go. I gotta yeah, go. Yeah, same. Uh, but we usually try to go home for Fourth of July. So if there's a if there are Megan Gailey Day festivities, Liz and I will drive up. You uh, have attend to. If we're invited, yeah. I'll be. Uh, it'll be a requirement. I'm gonna make okay. tank top something. There'll be something. This is not a tank top body but well, i guess we'll i have, have time shirt. maybe you know what we'll do we'll do bikinis tank tops massive shirts <laughs> um towels come as you are megan gailey yeah. day you don't she doesn't want anyone to feel uncomfortable because she's had to wear shit why am i saying she like i'm, I'm not her. <laughs> i've had to wear shit i didn't want to so it's a true being what you feel good in day but if it's got some mg initials on it i'd love it okay okay i think maybe you should have a boat parade too uh, in, on geist yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. What um what's next for you that you're allowed to talk about? What what else you got going on? Um so I wrote for a show called Pause with Sam J that just finished its first season on HBO and it's been picked up for a second season. I saw so saw that. Congrats. Uh very exciting. So that's um working on some of my own little projects and and that's about it. Just stand up and and writing and Trying to sell something in this godforsaken hellhole of a town. <laughs> well, well, best of luck. That I do uh, like. That I do like. Yeah, that, that you do like, of course. Um, that's the end of, of the first round. Okay. Uh, we will move on to the second round if you're okay with that. I'm ready. Unless you're bailing. Uh, but first, we're going to take a really quick commercial break. Summer is finally in full swing. We've waited so long to be able to leave our quarantine bubbles and get out of the house. I just recently got my bike tuned, so I'm excited to take it out for a spin. You know what I'm not excited about? Getting hangry while I'm out on the trail. As you head outside, don't forget to take Paps Jerky with you. Paps makes beef jerky and beef sticks to fuel your outdoor lifestyle. They come in unique original flavors like Pitmasters, Hot, and my personal favorite, Grippo's Barbecue. You know what they say, you can take the boy out of Cincinnati, but you can't take the Cincinnati out of the boy. And right now, Fast Friends listeners can receive 15% off their first order by entering promo code FASTFRIENDS15 at PapsJerky.com. So save up, fuel up, and get outside. Okay, we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. I never left. I have to confess. I didn't either. I feel like no, I, did, I didn't I'm either. Just, I was still here. Um, I should have refilled my drink, though, while we were on commercial break. Um, so this is the second part of the interview. It's called Five for Five. Um, I think, <laughs> just so you know, it, it is named after the uh, culinary... Band? No, no, um, no. Fi- uh, no. Five, the boy band. Uh, I no, love- I loved Five for Fighting. 
Oh, okay. I can't yeah. stand to fly. I love yeah. that shit. That was a real face for me. <laughs> That's a good song, though. It's not easy to be me. It's not easy to be Superman. It is yeah. not easy, my man. <laughs> um, it's actually named after a deal that probably predates your, your existence. Yeah, the Arby's five for five. Five. Yeah. No, well, now I was about to sing $5 foot long. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Can I ask my my first question first? Because oh, yeah, you're the guest. segue into that. What you're is your favorite fast food restaurant? <sighs> okay. <laughs> there are a lot. Yeah. There are a lot is, of qualifiers. I know this is very important. This, um, but that, I was like, I want to I know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. You got to give me a minute. Okay. Because there's just, like, a lot to consider. Do you want to know what my second question is? That may end up sort of helping you narrow this down. I don't feel... I feel like I don't want to cheat, though. Okay, great. Um, okay. So, I would say that if I'm going... There are a couple ways into this question. Mm -hmm. The answer that I'm going to use is about consistency Mm. and accessibility. Okay. And so for that alone, I will say probably McDonald's. I, that, because that, Yeah, that's when you say consistency and availability, then you know you're going yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey D's. Yeah. So it's like, I know what I'm going to get there, you know? I mean, no it's, pun intended, the gold standard, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. And I eat there, so now that they have the rewards app, um, I don't know if you have the McDonald's rewards app. I do not, I wasn't even aware. Okay, so it's, yeah, it just rolled out like... Um, a month and a half ago. Wow. Um, it's an app that you download through your phone, and so when you go to the to the restaurant, restaurant, they will yes, they will ask you, are you using your McDonald's app today? And you give and you them a four yes, digit code because mm-hmm. it'll like geolocate you, and it like will say it'll give you like a short duration code. You give it to them in the speaker, you'll earn points. Like and Starbucks. I didn't realize how much we ate at mcdonald's until we started accruing points wow okay and i was like shit i will say that i stopped there every day for like a a diet coke yeah yeah yeah. okay on the two diet cokes actually people love their fountain people yeah it's the best yeah Yeah. um Uh, okay so i don't want you to say any more okay because then you're gonna step on toes of um later questions now do i ask you my second or do you do we ping pong we typically ping pong. We, you know what though? You're, it's like you tell me if you want to go through your five, and then I go. It's up to you. No, we can ping pong. Okay, okay. So my first question for you is, what appetizer could you not live without? Ooh, oof. chicken wings, buffalo wings. Oh, yeah, I love them. Good answer. My parents yeah. are from upstate New York. It's just like we. My mom had to bring my grandpa buffalo wings before he had open heart surgery in the hospital. Like that's just we. I ride hard for. Him. Are you bone well, in? I'm I'm bone in. I love a bone in. I love a wing. No, yeah. I like the drummy. I like the drummy. You put okay. it in your mouth, suck it off. Um, Not the my flats. best friend, she likes the flats. I I'll eat a flat, but I prefer a drummy. But I I'll eat a boneless too. Yeah. All I same, had boneless same. vegan the other day. Delish. Oh, really? It was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, it was good. Okay, I'm. I'm going to trust your judgment. I mean, I guess, where did you have it? Was it from a restaurant? Yeah. we um, A vegan sports bar opened in our neighborhood, and I was fundamentally like, fuck this. Why? Why didn't you just have vegan options at a sports bar? And then I went and, first of all, our waitress was an angel sent from heaven, recognized me, loved me, gave us free shots, and then the food was delicious. And I was like, well, 
this is the best place I've ever been in my life. It's <laughs> my favorite is, restaurant. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so you have their rewards app. Yeah. yeah. But they were okay. good. They were good. And CJ ate them and, and liked them. I like Impossible Burgers, too. Okay. It's wild. I have I've not gotten the, I've not tr- gone down the path of meatless. They're great. Plant based. Um, the burgers are really good. Soy rizzo, I think, is the best meat substitute. It's amazing. Okay. I I prefer to chorizo now. Okay. Really? You, yeah. You could. I I like made one of those Velveeta like salsa dips. Like, but um, like which you know chili con queso, like quote unquote, and put soy rizzo in it. People went. Wild for it. Wild. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, question number two for you. Mm-hmm. Now that we've stopped, established. Oh my God, I was trying to be like a reporter. I can't even say a word. <laughs> now that we Now that we have established that McDonald's is your favorite, what is your go-to order there? Oh, at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, are we, is it breakfast time or lunch time? Let's say classic lunch. Classic lunch. Okay. Um, or dinner. Supper. <laughs> yeah, supper, as we say in Indiana. Um, so usually the Big Mac meal. Wow, okay. Yeah, I love a Big Mac. I think it's, um, you know, it's, I love when they're really messy and they, mm. like, fall apart, wow. like, while you're eating it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just, they're so good. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people that have, like, never tried them. And I try to get them to try it, and they're like, no. It's, a it's lot almost of like bread. a badge of honor. It's kind it of, is a lot of, of bread. bread for me. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's what ends up keeping me away from it. But the but I definitely have loved ones that are, you preach, preach um, <laughs> Big Macs, for sure. Did you ever try it when they had like the multiple sizes? Like they had the Mac Junior, which was I like think so. just like the cheeseburger size, but it like had all the Mac fixins. No, and that would have been perfect. And then they for had me. like the big, big, like yeah, the bigger like Mac. Three. Yeah, I don't even think I tried that. I bet. I mean, my I have. Husband, I bet my husband did. Whenever you yeah. see like weird um, food items that like the traditional fast food places do, and you're like, who eats this shit? It's my husband. Yeah, uh, yeah, same, honestly. So I know I, I feel like um, if CJ and I lived in the same city, oh boy, we could we would probably like we could probably go eat at the same places. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Try yeah, all yeah. the new shit for oh, yeah. sure. Absolutely. <sighs> okay, my second question for you, and this is this may be challenging, but it might come right to you. So, um, I know I've heard you multiple occasions refer to different Hogwarts houses. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who has never read or seen Harry Potter, which one do you think that I am and why? I honestly, I think you're a Hufflepuff. Okay. Because um, I think you are, you are not on this earth to be like, you're not doing things right. It's like you want to have a nice time, a good time, and you want to bring happiness and joy to other people. And you don't take yourself too seriously and you're not ever trying to put others down. And to me, that's really Hufflepuff energy. Okay. Okay. I need to... Is there like a BuzzFeed quiz that I could take to see? Oh, I'm sure there's like a thousand of them. I'm sure there's (laughs) lots of them. And I could see a little Ravenclaw, but like if I were the sorting hat, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even, it would barely touch my head and I'd go Hufflepuff. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what that means, the sorting hat, but um, do people, so you get like assigned, like somebody just like reads your, how does it work? 
I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, the, there's a sorting hat, and yeah. he has magical powers. Um, I thought you meant in like re- the real world. And so he has magical <laughs> powers, and so when you're a first year at Harry Potter, you go and you like stand up in front of everybody, and the sorting hat gets put on your head, and then he tells you which house you're supposed to be in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's cute. I, maybe I should watch these movies. Ugh, That's what amazing. I'll do. In- watch them at Christmas. They're so good. Like. Can I just start them when the next lockdown starts? Absolutely. I mean, I just yeah. hope that doesn't happen, but they're great Christmas movies, too. Okay. Okay. Aren't there, like, seven of them there or something? Um, I honestly think... How many books are there? Um, there's one more movie than there are books. So there may even okay. be eight movies, because the final book got uh, split into two films. Okay. Right on. Um, so yeah, that's my second question oh, okay. for you. Um, so my third question was going to be, how did you and Liz meet? Well, I guess I didn't get the answer to that. You guys were friends, but yeah. what was the initial place you met? Uh, so Liz and I met in college. Um, we so somebody that I was in went to high school with um, lived in the same dorm as her. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say dorm, I went to a really small liberal arts school. There was only one dorm. They lived on the same floor in the dorm building. And where did though. you go to school? Uh, it's called the Mount St. Joseph University on the west side of Cincinnati. That's it's so cute. small. Yeah, it's like 2,300 people. Okay, wow. So that's smaller than my high school. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why people go there is because yeah. they're like, I don't feel like dealing with college, right. you know. And like, if you went uh, to a small high school, it would be yeah. very jarring to go to a school that then had even like 10,000 people is not considered a big school, but it is. Right, right. So, um, yeah, we – so – I was there visiting my friend who lived in the dorm, like a couple doors down from her in the hallway. That was the first time we met. Liz likes to tell the story, though. Um, I'll see if I can dig up the picture. There was my because my, I was really good friends with Sarah Beth, the person that lived two doors down from her. Sarah Beth had a picture from our high school graduation in her dorm, uh-huh. and Liz was like, "Oh, like I, yep." Who's that? Yeah. And, you know, I had, like, the middle hair part. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, like, classic. And Liz 1998. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, uh, but we were just friends for a long, long time. And then um, actually ended up starting dating. We <laughs> we actually lived together in, like, a threes company scenario, yeah. but with another dude. Uh, so there were two, two of us and one of her um, because we were all poor as hell. And we lived in a three-bedroom townhouse after college and started dating shortly thereafter. While you were living together? Yeah. Wow. So you've never... This is how my brother... My brother started dating a roommate, and now they're married with two children. So they've never not yeah. lived together in their relationship. Well, we... So we did, after that lease was okay. up, we were like, we need Let's... to see if this is like a convenience thing or oh, like okay. a real thing. That's good. So we... we like not separated mm-hmm. in a relationship, but like Got had separate how ha- yes separate living conditions, um, and it turns out that it worked out. So beautiful, yeah, it's great. Uh, my third question for you is: What's the best purchase that you've ever made? Golly, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Best purchase, like, I'm almost thinking like a gift for somebody, but I mean, I bought CJ a game-worn Charles Barkley shoe, and he really loves it, so that makes me happy. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Like one shoe? 
Yeah, or was just it a one. pair? No, just okay. one. I thought a pair yeah. was coming based on how yeah. much I spent. <laughs> and then just one giant shoe arrived. And I said, oh, okay, never mind. Because it's like, you, you know, he has it on display. He's not going to wear it. It's like a size of course. 18. Of course, of course. Um, this is my fourth question. Yep. Okay. What did you really think when my friend was blacked out and being mean to the woman at the flood benefit? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> For, for people listening at home, <laughs> Megan performed on a show that um, that I produce in Aurora, Indiana. Um, it ended up being it wasn't planned to be a flood uh, fundraiser, but it was a flood fundraiser because the Ohio River flooded yeah. significantly, like just a couple weeks before it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we weren't even sure if the show was going to happen because the venue there was, was in... there was still high water. Oh yeah, uh, when we were you know driving into park and stuff you still saw yeah. like standing water in yards and places yes. that it wasn't supposed to be so we turned it into a fundraiser for the flood victims um and and your friend Lindsay, i believe yes you're right am i allowed to say that <laughs> your absolutely, friend absolutely <laughs> uh i just got a little overserved, i think um she was drunk when she got to my house to drive down to aurora she fell asleep on the drive and um, my mom and I were just going to leave her in the car, you know, just mm-hmm. like it was. Not, it wasn't hot. It was. It was like, oh, she's wasted. She can just sleep in the car. And right. then when we got out of the car, she woke up. <laughs> we were yeah. like, shit, shit. And then she had more to drink, I believe. Yeah. Well, venue. it was at a brewery, um, yeah, yeah. so that so, was difficult to keep her away. <laughs> as, as one does. So I, um, I actually don't really remember. I mean, she definitely was like a little. So that was the first time I ever got heckled on stage. And it was her. So, it was her. But oh my god! No, it's fine. Listen, listen. It was, it was fine. Like I, had, I had no idea how I would ever react. I was dreading and dreading when it was going to happen. And then it was like super easy. Um, I feel like I don't think I. She wasn't like bad enough to like kick out or anything. Oh, I think, I think she was. Do you? I think I Dan would have kicked her out. No, I think the only reason she didn't get. Well, because my mom did go get her at one and was like, Lindsay, you need to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit with That's me. right. God so my mom Maggie. basically not my mom was like a bouncer for her. She like diffused the situation yeah. a, a yeah. touch. And honestly, like Peggy is so sweet. So But she did um, start yelling at a woman. Like when I was on stage, she started yelling across the stage correct. to a woman who had been victimized by the flood. Yes, that's correct. So it that's was correct. tough to, yeah. to... And then that woman I talked to afterwards and was like, I'm so sorry. She was like, don't worry about it. We all have a Lindsay. Which is like, <laughs> it's so Indiana to be like, yeah. we all have a friend who blacks out and ruins things. <laughs> the one of the, So I, I do think that your mom probably shut it down pretty fast. Because I don't remember it getting like out. You were probably more mortified. It's like, because you know her, you were probably like... Um, like, noticing it more than your average people. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but was I do remember. To, I was able to talk to her um, much more comfortably than you would have to. You know, it's like I'm gonna. I can yell at her and tell her she's a dumb cunt and she's not gonna throw a bottle at me you know she's gonna be like that's right um and so there was that comfort but also you just are like whoa i did not expect that my Mm -hmm. guest would be heckling everyone yeah Mm -hmm. i do remember that she left her id there though wow beautiful great or credit card perhaps i believe it i believe it yeah because i think we i think it had to be mailed back or something the next week an amazing memory (sighs) yeah wow um, but yeah, look, I got through my first heckling and it was fine. 
I would, you know, I would, I would give Lindsay a hug today. Oh, well, not yeah. today because of COVID, but. And she's a yeah. nurse, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's all okay. up in it. Yeah. Uh, my fourth question for you is what fictional character do you relate to the most and da- why? Uh, Daisy Duck. Yes. Um, Daisy Duck <laughs> with some Miss Piggy, obviously. So I think of Daisy as an original feminist icon that the Disney universe has tried to silence because of it. And mm-hmm. she just, she's like, I want to look good. I want to have fun. I'm going to be out there. And if Donald acts like a dumbass, I'm going to have to tell him that he's acting like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that there was zero hesitation. Yeah, in I your love answer. Daisy. I have Daisy things all around. You can see where is one? Oh, she's kind of hidden. But if like there's one, there's one. A little foot. I got two little daisies right here. I have a painting of the Queen of England as Daisy right there. Oh, I like that. I love that bitch. I yeah. love her. But I love, I love Miss Piggy too. Yeah. Miss Piggy is pretty clutch. Did I just say clutch? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, she's clutch. Okay, so this is my final question. Um, give us this Olive Garden crockpot recipe. Oh, okay. It's I can't claim. Uh, I can't no, claim. No, I know like, it's like a TikTok. It's, yeah, I think it was like a TikTok thing. So you just take like three or four chicken breasts. Uh-huh. You throw those bad boys in the crock pot. Now, here's a pro tip, because I'm lazy. I, I do use the liners, the plastic liners in the crock pot, wow. so I don't have to wash the thing as much. Like, because, you know, stuff just sticks to it. Yeah. You still have to wash it, but it's not like you're scouring it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so three to four chicken breasts, like eight ounces of cream cheese, wow. um, a 16-ounce bottle of the Olive Garden dressing, mm-hmm. and a fourth of cup of Parmesan. Mm. Just throw all that shit in there. Let it go for like five to six hours, and then you shred the chicken um, with forks, and then boil a 16-ounce box of pasta, throw that in there, stir it up. It's delicious. Sounds so good. It's so good. Um, Yeah, but it wasn't, I think it was a TikTok thing at first. I don't use TikTok, so I got it on like... Instagram reels or some yeah. shit. I when think. It, yeah, when it comes to the old people platforms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll try this. Have you heard but like, this? <laughs> Ice bucket challenge. <laughs> but here's a question: Do people on TikTok actually own slow cookers? I think so because I think they live at home. Oh, okay. So they just that's like what I because yeah, like yeah. I'm not really on it. CJ loves it, and I see a lot of like my mom made me this today. Like that's yeah. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. CJ has to be on it though because of what he does. Yeah, like he has to get that shit out there. Yeah, he d- he directed a um, a, a TikTok shoot for Nike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he has to know the trends. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't figure it out. I can't even figure out how to like record shit in there. I just like don't care. Yeah, I'm, just, I, it's, I'm like I, I can't too. right now actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot on my plate. I have nothing on my plate, but I'm like, I just can't do this. No, it overwhelms me for sure. Rob and I talked about that too when he was on. Like, I just can't. I can't yeah. bring myself to figure it out. Um, I just, it's, I'm just going to stop trying. Um, my fifth and final question for you is: Which characteristic of your personality do you admire the most? Um. I have a lot of. Um, sort of like Irish Catholic guilt and I do think it inspires me to do good for the world 
yeah, it doesn't matter what's causing you to do good. If you're right. doing good, it, you know, you're still putting it out there as good. Mm-hmm. But I like genuinely love and am an advocate for the elders. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, and you know, when I, I have jokes about it and I do say like, I'm a better person than all of you, but it really, it does. I, I just love them. I don't, I don't, yeah. I was just born loving old people. Mm-hmm. So maybe that, maybe, but that sort of ties <laughs> in with the Irish yeah. guilt, you know? Yeah, they're definitely related. Sweet. Well, we will move on to the fast friends fortune teller round. So this is the the fortune teller, which you may recognize. What will happen is I'll ask you a couple of questions, and based on your selections, it'll pick an activity. There are Uh four potential activities. One of them is ask me anything. One of them is truth or dare. One is never have I ever. And the last is two truths and a lie. So... Okay, can you say that one more time? I'm so sorry. I was having to text um, my sister-in-law about the Malice at the Palace documentary. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's very, that's important. Okay. Um, okay, so behind the flaps of the fortune teller, are they flaps? I'm not sure. Yeah. Folds. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be four different games. So depending on your selections, we'll either play Ask Me Anything, Truth or Dare, Never Have I Ever, or Two Truths and a Lie okay, for great. the last round. Okay, Okay, great. so in this uh, in this instance we're going on a road trip so you have to pick what's the first um i love boy bands so mm-hmm. you have to pick the first boy band song is do you pick uh backstreet boys mm-hmm. 98 degrees one direction or in sync um i mean first one og classic bsb all right honestly it, it breaks my heart that nobody picks 98 degrees because i love them i know but it's because they're from cincinnati honey i it's they have a soft spot in my heart <laughs> of course sure. they're your hometown <laughs> heroes <laughs> um I'm sure, i would love to get nick lachey on this show um that's my people when people are like why did you start a podcast that's my gonna be my answer I so bet, i can I have nick lachey on i bet i'll do it he's a veil i don't yeah um okay so we stop at a gas station to get a snack do, do you pick Milk Duds, Corn Nuts, Cheez-Its, or Sour Patch Kids? Um, probably Sour Patch Kids. Okay. And then we finally stop for a meal. Uh, mm. Do you go to Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, or Arby's? Ooh, gosh. I love a road Arby's. Yeah. Arby's yeah. Wendy's good. would have been second. Because I do, like, okay. th- those feel like real, like, road trip. Um Yeah treats but yeah arby's i want some i i want some curly fries but i did go to an arby's on a road trip and the fryer was broken and we left yeah i would leave too they have arby's what the fuck you got to get it together you have the best appetizers in the fast food game right and the best and i think the best fries maybe second absolutely second best that disappoints me i do have one question about arby's before Mm -hmm. we flip this up somewhere between indianapolis and chicago there is a divide that i've yet to find regardless of which exit i stop at i have not been able to determine exactly where this happens but if you order a classic roast beef sandwich from an arby's nope i'm lying a beef and cheddar from arby's Uh at a certain point they start putting red ranch on it by default Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then when you get more south there's no red ranch it's just the beef and cheddar see i find that shocking because in indianapolis growing up the beef and cheddar had red sauce on it did it Mm-hmm. okay so maybe, so maybe it's by franchise it might be because i was gonna I say if there's to the a line of demarcation it's obviously west lafayette but now that i'm hearing this i don't think it is i think it's i think it's a franchise preference and they used to do they still put the beef and cheddar on an onion roll yeah, it's on an onion roll. Yeah, see, I don't like Instead that. Instead of actually. sesame seed. I don't either. That's I why I don't get ses- the beef and cheddar anymore. Yeah. 
But you can order the beef and cheddar on a sesame seed bun. Yeah, with just beef and cheddar. Yeah, which is but what you I have to. Like. Then it's like a special thing, and then like the Good. kid working is probably upset. So? You know. Uh, okay. So Arby, <laughs> I don't like to make people mad, especially uh, people that are in control of my meals. This is a, a rule Arby's. What do they have going on? Make me my sandwich. <laughs> um, I love Arby's. I hope they're not mad that I said McDonald's earlier. It no, purely was it. driven only by a Jamocha shake, which I don't even know if they have anymore. I feel like my mom gave me the bad news that that was out, but. I haven't had one in a long time, so I don't know if they do. But they have really good turnovers, too. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Everything is delicious. I think their yeah. sandwiches are del- Like the Market Fresh, oh my god. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are really good. Delicious. I would actually say those could rival a Panera. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so underneath Arby's is Truth or Dare. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, you get to pick. Because, I mean, I'm asking or daring you. So you can pick Truth or Dare. Oh, I will say that we've had two guests so far play Truth or Dare. No one has picked Dare. Well, I'm picking Dare. You are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's um, how you make the slumber party fun. I know. It, is, it does have a slumber party feel, I think. Um, okay, so my Dare for you, actually, because I do pick a custom one for people, was I, w- I want you to dare CJ to be a guest on my podcast. Absolutely, I'll dare him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you don't have to do it right now, but um, yeah, that's, that's it. I'll dare him. He's be, yeah. he's be, um, he's going to be a guest on my Lifetime podcast. He will be watching the movie Pom Pom Murders, uh, and then because they were like, well, it's sporty. Yeah, <laughs> they were like looking for an angle. I'm like, yeah, Pom Pom Murders. That's right up <laughs> CJ's alley. Um, yeah, I will. I will absolutely, and I'll promise him there'll be lots of fast food talk. We can make it all fast food if he wants. Well, I want him to talk about sports too, but I don't okay. know anything about sports. So. He knows some. Uh, he would say that I probably know more than him. You know, because he's yeah. very specific to basketball, and Correct. I sort of like to spread it out a little bit more. Yeah, you're very knowledgeable sports, I feel like. Thank so. you. Um, well, that's that's this is the part where, um, I, in the vein of, of that cesspool Facebook, um, I would send a friend request and say, mm-hmm. Megan Gailey, Logan Cummins has sent you a friend request. Based on our time today, would you confirm or delete it? I would confirm, and I'd poke you back. <gasps> I love a good poke. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. So far, I've zero declined so far. That's great. That's great. I thought, I thought this past week's was going to be it, honestly. I thought maybe he was going to decline. Who was it? Uh, it was Mark Blutman, who is uh, a writer and producer of Boy Meets World. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then I'll, um, tell, I'll throw that in in uh, the ask for CJ. Yeah. <laughs> he... Um, he let me sweat it out. He's like, I would sit on it for a few days before what? I would yeah. respond. I'm not really I'm like, on okay. Facebook anymore. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I would not see it. But if I have linked, I think, my messenger with my Instagram DM. So if you DM'd me, I'd also accept that. Yeah. I'm open. I'm an open book. Too much so. <laughs> Too much so. Something I'm working on. Everybody's working on something. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, tell people at home where they can find you, follow you, buy your stuff. Yeah, I would love for you guys to listen to um, my podcast. I love a Lifetime movie. And you do not have to watch the movies, obviously. A a bonus if you do. But we have so many reviews from people that are like, we do not watch any of these films. We just want to listen to the crazy things that they say. Um, And we play clips and stuff. So you will be caught up. No plot holes. Um, And yeah, my album? Gosh, why not? And then I hope, lots of fingers crossed, that... 
stand-up touring will continue to be open and hopefully I'll be in a city near you. I think I did just confirm that I'm going to be um, at Helium in Indianapolis the night before Thanksgiving. So that oh, nice. Blackout Wednesday, as the kids call it. Can't wait. Will to Lindsay be there? Oh, you know she will. You know she will. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. And we'll put those links in the show notes for you and also link to Megan's Twitter and Instagram. Great follows. If you are listening to the podcast and you want to give us suggestion on what Megan and I could do the first time that we hang out now that we're great friends um, you can hit us up on Twitter Instagram or call or text us at 872-267-2735 and don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode of Fast Friends thanks so much Megan thank you call us thanks for listening to the Fast Friends podcast don't forget to join us next week for an all-new episode go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss it You can follow me on Twitter at Logan Cummins. And if you have a suggestion on someone that I should be friends with, go ahead and let me know at fastfriendspodcast.com.